What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the TEG Podcast. My name is Johan Foster. This is episode 75, and today we're doing a little bit of a different episode. Um, fun fact, actually, I tried to do one of these little uh, episodes a while ago, but basically it's just me tonight. Um, we sharing some news with you guys about stuff that I've been doing. Basically, you know, kind of out of guilt for not making an episode recently. So, you know, sorry about that. You know, life has been busy and, you know, people have been busy. And the way I've kind of structured the show recently and you know, trying to get someone on the show that's really interested in a specific game, we can talk about that. I, I still think that's a great idea. On the other hand, though, it's, it's sometimes tough to find guests to come on, to talk about a specific game, especially when there's a drought of games um, like we've had, um, you know, in September. So, but we're back and I'm going to be doing an episode um, for you guys tonight and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So please let me know at the end of the episode if you have uh, if you like this. But if you guys don't know about us yet, we are the TEG Podcast, a small little podcast based in Taiwan. Um, you can find us on iTunes by searching for the TEG Podcast or the Taiwan English Gamers Podcast. Please go subscribe to us there and please rate. We would really appreciate it. Go follow us on Twitter at TEG Podcast. Go check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash TEG Podcast. And of course, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash TEG Podcast. Now, all these are one word, T-E-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T you know one word podcast let's start the show the way we always talk about the games we are playing well the games that I am playing and the last time we had Ryan here in the TEG studio we talked about Destiny so I've been playing a lot of Destiny uh, since it came out and I'm really enjoying the game I'm kind of gotten to a point now where uh, I'm ready to move on to some other games and I'll come back to it you know we've tempted the raid a few times and um, but uh, I decided to finally pick up Horizon Zero Dawn, probably one of the games highest on my must-play list this year. Um, I went through a long time in the beginning of the year where I wasn't really feeling playing any single-player games, so I got back around to it and said, okay, now is a good time to play uh, Horizon. It was also happened to be on sale on the PSN store, um, so I got it like half off, um, perfect time to pick up the game, and I'm really enjoying it. But to be totally honest though is um, Horizon like many other open world games kind of suffer from the same problem that the other games have as you know uh, in where like in the beginning of the, the, the game you have the strong narrative of, of you know focused opening um, kind of sets the story up and then they kind of leave you in this open world which is very normal but kind of um, I kind of hope that the story would kind of grab me and get me more interested uh, or, or keep me more invested for longer and I tell you to be really honest after a while I'm not really all that you know interested in what's going on in the story but Aloy is a really great character and you know um, I am kind of interested in you know her backstory and so it it's at least enough for me to uh, move want to move forward and see what's up next and uh, especially like each area brings new New kind of monsters and new kind of creatures to capture and so on and the cauldrons um, these little mini dungeons that you find uh, are you know a nice addition to the game so it's enough to kind of keep me going wanting to go forward and uh, you know it's just a f it's a fun gameplay experience and I love that it has a photo mode because I've been playing a lot with that you know every now and again I see this beautiful scene I pause the game go to photo mode and I spend like 
a good minute or two kind of mixing of you know messing around with the photo mode to get the, f the perfect shot and I'll save it in my screenshots um, overall really enjoying horizon at the moment then there are two other games that I kind of briefly dipped my toe in recently and uh, one is Pillars of Eternity uh, on PC um, I think maybe with, uh, with the launch of Divinity Original Sin 2 I kind of felt like yeah, I really want to play uh, like an old school RPG again so and I had this in my Steam library so I decided now maybe a good time to get into this um, yeah and I'm actually really enjoying it it is very much um, a game from an era uh, from the era of like Baldur's Gate and uh, Icewind Dale uh, the Infinity Engine games which this is very much based on and which in turn is based on the D&D tabletop game which is something I'm interested too so yeah and this game has a pretty pretty cool um, start to it you know I like the character creation and you know there's uh, seems like there's quite a wealth of options to be totally honest I'm not um, like super knowledgeable on these style of games I did play um, Baldur's Gate uh, the first one um, maybe for a couple of hours maybe 10 or 15 hours never finished it back in the day but I have a basic idea of the game I played some other games like the Temple of Elemental Evil maybe some Icewind Dale and maybe a few other games that I completely forgot but I never really play more than maybe 20 hours of these games and I get distracted and I start playing um, something else um, but anyway um, I think I'm gonna stick stick with this one for a while just because I'm, I'm really looking for a story rich game at the moment something I can really kind of sink my teeth into um, into its lore and so on and uh, something I honestly feel like it's maybe missing in Horizon and I know they try in Horizon they have these little data uh, things you can pick up they kind of read about the story kind of opens it up um, but uh, I feel like uh, you know it really pales in comparison to many you know, of these original um, Western RPG styles these TRPG style games from yesteryear you know from the 90s uh, like Baldur's Skate and so on so I want to stick with it for a while and see if, if I can get at least you know uh, 20 or 30 hours into it and um, you know if I, I feel like if I maybe got that much out, time out of it then I feel like I got my money's worth you know anyway and uh, other than that I started playing uh, Unraveled uh, one game I've had on the PS4 for a while uh, also bought on sale and oh my goodness what an adorable and endearing little game that is um, uh, where you play as this little yarn boy, this yarn puppet called Yarnly, and he's uh, um, one end of the yarn is um, kind of fixed to the you know starting point of the game and as you're moving you are unraveling and eventually you'll die if you run out of yarn but along the way you kind of pick up more pieces of yarn so um, it's a great physics puzzler a physics puzzler platformer game kind of maybe like little big planet a little bit uh, maybe trine um, uh, the genre of games that I don't really feel like I play a lot of but when I do I really have like a good time with them um, super fun and uh, just beautiful too you know it has this really cute uh, yarn is just super adorable little character and the environments are like hyper realistic and just it's just beautiful and it has this really nice soundtrack to it very calming it's a kind of game I want to play when I want to just I'm kind of tired but I don't really want to go to bed yet so I kind of lay back and I, I launch the game and I just kind of relax and listen to the music and um, it's very relaxing to play even though it can be kind of tough some of the puzzles I've encountered so far have been you know pretty pretty tough you know to try um, a few times I try for a few times you know 
to solve this one particular puzzle but overall great little game and I'm really looking forward to playing more of it anyway I want to jump into some of the topics for tonight um, first up is we're talking about F Fortnite again and uh, um, I'm sure some of you have heard that uh, some people over at Bluehole Studios the people behind uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds have said they are thinking about taking some action against um, uh, Epic for making this um, Battle Royale version of Fortnite or in Fortnite I gave the game a go, uh, the Fortnite Battle Royale mode a go, since it's free to play at the moment and it's on you know all platforms, PC, Xbox One and um, PS4. Uh, I tried out the PS4 version and I actually quite had a good time. It, it's pretty nice at the moment when I, or at least at the time that I was playing, there was only solo mode um, available and uh, it has um, and so that's what I tried and it has uh, still has some of the base building mechanics from the Fortnite game uh, right building to it uh, along with the uh, ba typical battle royale style gameplay I mean, you drop in and uh, you kind of hover down you land in the middle of the map and it's you versus 99 other people and um, and you can in addition to looting and doing these kind of typical PUBG things you also can chop down trees and gather um, supplies and build structures and uh, I one of the features I really really like is when you get killed um, the camera immediately goes to your killer so you can see where he is but then when your killer gets killed the camera zooms in on the next person and so you follow the killers 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 killer or your killers killers killer 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 all the way until the number one player and it's really entertaining to watch you kind of see how um, the game progresses and some of the things the guys do with a structure building um, when you get to the middle circle is pretty cool it's pretty creative and I think that's uh, um, a pretty interesting hook or pretty interesting um, Thing that differentiates this from PUBG. Obviously, this game is a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, it's a little bit more maybe console friendly. Um, I mean, I can say it. it's a little bit more casual. You know, please don't kill me. But it's a little bit more casual than PUBG. PUBG is very much a, a hardcore shooter. Shooter here, uh, it, combat is a little bit more close quarters. You won't be pulling off crazy long sniper shots unless you have a sniper rifle. But uh, in PUBG, man, I. I you use iron sights to shoot guys from one hill to another hill it's it's tough but it can be done here there it's not like that you are more you know, you're forced to get a little bit more up close and personal to get the kills but then the base building element to this is, uh, is is a nice added feature but anyway so blue hole has said they are thinking about taking action at the moment um, epic really hasn't res responded to these um, to the statement that Blue Hole has brought out, um, but you know, what do you th what do you guys think about it? Um, do you guys think it's fair? I don't really think it's a, a big deal. I think if it wasn't for PUBG, um, the battle royale modes wouldn't have been uh, popular. Um, but I do think that uh, Fortnite's battle royale mode does take a few go you know go a few steps. Um, far further than other battle royale games to kind of copy what PUBG has done 
one thing I can promise you, this is not going to be the first, this um, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode isn't the first game that's going to be copying or trying to get in this Battle Royale um, buzz at the moment and pretty soon we're gonna see everybody else getting to it but um, anyway I thought I'd bring it out there I gave the game a try I think you should too if you if you have a PC and you've enjoyed PUBG you know try this out it's pretty good if you haven't played PUBG because you only have you're on console your main gaming system is PS4 Xbox one totally give it a shot it could be a ton of fun and as we speak I believe this the the duo modes has been uh, released so you and another buddy can finally now play together in Fortnite Battle Royale so totally go check it out and uh, let me know what you guys think next on the list I definitely want to talk about the games that are being launched this October this October is definitely the busiest month. We've had a pretty dry season uh, or a dry few months since August, September. It's been pretty quiet, but oh man, October is hitting us like a megaton. And what I'm, I'm going to be doing is just kind of reading through some of the games that we are going to be released this month. On October 3rd, we have Forza 7 that's coming out for PC and Xbox One. Um, so far, the reviews look pretty good. I'm not a huge racing nut, but uh, I know Forza has a massive following. So if um, and I've heard people have been have been comparing this to the the previous favorite Forza, which is Forza 4, apparently, and uh, they say it's a really good return to form uh, for the series. And it, uh, what I've seen at least, it looks absolutely gorgeous. This is one of those games that I'd be interested in playing on. On something like the Xbox One X once that comes out um, so I'm pretty interested in uh, checking that out that again already looks incredible I can't imagine what it would look like on a you know a powerful piece of hardware like a you know max out uh, a big ass PC or like an Xbox One X so um, and then October 10th which is just around the corner reviews starting to pile in is Middle Earth Shadow of War um, so far the reviews look pretty good and that many people say it is more Shadow of Mordor. If you enjoyed that game, um, then you would definitely enjoy this one. However, this one has a few extra uh, features that piled in. There's these fortress sieges, and um, you know they've added a lot more personality to different to the different orcs and so on. So every time you see one of these ones, they have a whole you know you know a dialogue or this whole introduction scene. And uh, I've, I watched a clip just with the orcs talking, and you know doing their little thing uh, and it's extremely funny and the voice, voice actors have just done an amazing job on bringing these orcs to life. Some other criticisms have been is, is that it tries to do too much as well uh, which um, kind of detracts from the main fun of the game and uh, apparently the final few hours of the game kind of drags on as you're trying to you know I guess move towards a final destination with your, your army of orcs. Either way, the game has been getting uh, fairly good reviews, uh, 80s to mid 80s to even to in the 90s from you know big uh, gaming YouTube channels and uh, other publications like IGN and GameSpot. So again, if you enjoyed Shadow of Mordor, definitely check out Middle Earth: Shadow of War coming out October 10th. Next up is another racing title, Gran Turismo Sport. Now this is Sony's answer to Forza. I guess Forza is Microsoft's answer to Gran Turismo. Either way, a new Gran Turismo game is coming out 
sim racer the guys who are interested in this game you know what, what it's about and um, you know if you're interested in this kind of game let me know I'd, I'd be interested to hear what your thoughts are and you know, whether or not you're gonna be jumping into uh, Gran Turismo Sport October 17th another big title for the October 17th is South Park the fractured but whole and uh, of course that is you know a new South Park game from Bethesda Studios um, I, I know the first game had a huge I had a very positive reception uh, I have it in my Steam library and I'm ashamed to say I have not actually played it I'm a huge fan of the South Park show and I'm a, an RPG fan so why haven't I played this game I don't know you tell me I, I definitely want to get to it eventually I'm gonna be playing it but anyway the sequel um, South Park the Fractured but Whole is coming out not to be not to be confused with the fractured butthole um, it's coming out on October 17th and I know it's gonna be awesome they've been delaying this game delaying this game and at some point people have uh, been doubting whether or not it's gonna come out even this year but it's October 17th it's coming out it's very soon it's just around the corner so uh, yeah it, I think it's gonna be pretty good um, October 24th Destiny 2 is coming out for PC players I know PC players have been clamoring for this game uh, or most people or most PC um, gamers I know even on the, the Taiwan English gamers group they're having a few people saying oh they you know they really excited for it um, or for the PC version they're waiting they're not getting a console version or they don't have a console and they're really waiting to, to jump into the PC version which I mean I think a lot of people will say uh, will be the definitive version of the game what I'm interested in is how this is going to do on PC and whether or not the PC crowd is going to enjoy it or kind of, uh, uh, you know, if there's going to be a community uh, created around the PC version as there is uh, around the console versions. So, um, but anyway, it, it, you're going to have options for, up, you know, 144 uh, kilohertz, um, you know, monitors and high frame rates, 4K, whatever, whatever your system can handle, um, which I think a lot of people are going to be enjoying. Um, so yeah, if you're a PC gamer and you're looking forward to playing Destiny, that's coming out October 24th. October 27th is Assassin's Creed Origins, and I know what you're saying. Oh my goodness, another Assassin's Creed game, but hold up, the last Assassin's Creed game, it's been a while since we've had one. The last one has been Syndicate, which actually I've heard is a pretty tight um, Assassin's Creed game. Now Ubisoft have taken a little bit of a break from making these games, they've taken a little bit longer time to develop this one, it's been more than a year, it's been two years now since the last Assassin's Creed, before these games were coming out every year. Um, so far early previews have said or people who have tried out or get had hands on with the game have said it's pretty cool um, it's going to take advantage of PS4 Pro and Xbox One X too so if you're looking forward to something to play on these new consoles that's gonna be something to look forward to um, this time it's Assassin's Creed set in Egypt I mean what else do you wanna know there's not really much else I can say there's new protagonist uh, obviously a new story um, some new features most of it looks very much like more Assassin's Creed but that's just what I think anyway um, either way I'm sure there a lot of people, um, Assassin's Creed fans, have been um, waiting for another game in the series, so that's something to look forward to. Of course, um, 
another game that has had a surprising comeback a series has had a surprising comeback not too long ago as a Wolfenstein and the new, Wolfenstein the New Order uh, came out and to a lot of people's surprise that game was really really good um, I've heard from most people who have played it said um, I know friend of the show Addison has said that game ha is way better than it has any right to be or has any business to be which is a uh, pr pretty, pretty funny comment I thought but anyway um, it's way way better than a lot of people I think expect it to be it's back to basics shooter like in the old old days um, it's you know a lot of it's it's not not necessarily like a thinking man shooter it's just a nice quick brutal um, action shooter if you're looking for something to get your blood pumping um, I heard that's a pretty good game and now obviously Wolfenstein 2 the new Colossus coming out October 27th is uh, hopes to follow up on the success of the first game so um, that's gonna be an interesting one definitely want to keep um, your eye on and I think I'm definitely I, I might actually jump in, in on this one um, this time so then we cannot talk about October 27th without talking about probably one of the most anticipated games of the year uh, and that's Super Mario Mario Odyssey and I know I said before that once Mario Odyssey comes out I'll get a switch and I think I'll do it I think this is the month I think I'm ready uh, if I can manage to get through um, Horizon then I think is a good time to pick up a switch uh, I don't really have anything else I want to be playing on PS4 um, I'm not gonna be playing um, Shadow of War immediately and Assassin's Creed I'm like man a little bit of a pass for me but Super Mario Odyssey is definitely one I'm really interested in and uh, it might be a reason for me to pick up a switch um, and then I'll probably get Zelda and Mario Kart and maybe Golf Story to put on there I've heard Golf Story has been getting a lot of good buzz uh, and of course Star Stardew Valley on, on Switch, man, just a lot of good first party and any titles coming to the Switch. Uh, it's just me, it was the Switch kind of becoming uh, the go-to system for a lot of people recently. I know, you know, I don't know, Tell, well, let me know what you guys think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm finally actually excited about picking up a Switch. Um, the month, this crazy month, actually rounds off by another game that uh, it's pretty interested in seeing that this got a sequel, and this is The Evil Within 2. Uh, the first Evil Within had this, you know, lofty promises of being, you know, back to basic survival horror from. Um, Shinji Mikami, you know, the, the father of the Resident Evil franchise and uh, he, he um, teamed up and he made a new studio called Tango, Studio Tango I believe and uh, they made this game Evil Within and uh, unfortunately reviews were pretty mixed. Um, some praise it said it's, you know, it is like they said, return to, to form for the survival genre, for survival horror genre. Other people said if the, the story is wonky and the controls aren't that great and, you know, it has a lot of problems. I thought it had, Evil Within had a really terrible um, first impression. In my personal opinion, I didn't enjoy it and actually after an hour I dropped the game and I decided it's crap, I'm not going to go back to it. And then much later I jumped back to it and I put maybe another 8 or 10 hours into it and I'm actually thinking about finishing the first Evil Within. But anyway, back to Evil Within 2, it comes out, new story, it has uh, promises to kind of live up to what they, or build up on what they did with the first Evil Within game. It's got you know Shinji Mikami um, at the helm again and uh, I hope this does well, you know, I would love to see more 
for the style of survival horror genre, uh, survival horror games coming back, you know. Uh, I think survival horror in general has had a bit of a resurgence uh, on the indie scene, but uh, not so much, you know, other than of course Resident Evil 7 that came out this year, but other than that, not that much in AAA space uh, for survival horror games, for survival horror fans. And of course it's the perfect time since, you know, October 1st is Halloween. You know, what better time to launch a survival horror game than on the, on the day of horror, you know, Hallow's Eve. Speaking of games to get excited for, Rockstar recently released their official second trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2, a game that I have been looking forward to for a very long time. Initially the game was supposed to be coming coming out this year and now it's kind of been pushed to second quarter of 2018, but you know, as with these kind of games, I'd rather say take your time Rockstar, you know, just take your time, take your time and get this game right when it comes. Um, I can wait, I have no problems with waiting. Anyway, the trailer kind of sets up the story, shows a little bit of the uh, of the graphics and some of the facial animations which do look pretty amazing and uh, I'm really excited to see more of it but anyway this time the game kind of sets it up as a, a prequel to Red Dead Redemption, a story, um, you know, you, there's a new protagonist, this time you are playing um, a, a guy called Arthur Morgan who's in Dutch's gang and now if you remember who Dutch was, Dutch was the guy that John Marston from the first game had to kinda hunt down and kill and uh, that's basically the whole setup of the story. Now this time is a prequel, you're playing with this new guy, um, Arthur and you're in Dutch's gang and then there's some stuff happening and so not too much has been released but um, the trailer does set up kinda of the vibe and you know confirms that this is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption, something I'm really excited about about um, as much as I like John Marston I didn't really want them to uh, want you know John Marston to be the same you know the, the main protagonist here I'm pretty sure in the game you probably see him at some point since this is kind of a prequel they don't really go into details how far um, before the events of Red Dead Redemption 1 this happening but um, it looks beautiful definitely go check it out and oh boy it's going to be a long wait until a second quarter of 2018. Please, Rockstar, make it come quickly, please. Anyway, guys, that just about does it from me here uh, at the TEG Podcast. I want to thank you guys for checking us out, for tuning in week after week. Um, once again, sorry for not being super punctual with the episodes and not being able to pun- uh, to get these episodes out um, as often as I want to. Um, I'll try better. Um, if you guys like uh, this kind of solo one, one-on-one, I guess, uh, show, let me know what you guys think of it. And uh, either way, I hope you guys have... Having uh, are having a great weekend. If you're in Taiwan, you're having a long weekend. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys have some great plans. And uh, yeah, happy National Day, happy Double Tin Day for the people here in Taiwan. Um, for everybody else, thank you guys for checking us out. Hope to see you guys again next week on the TEG Podcast. But until then, happy gaming, have a good week, and see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.